0: or look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks, and enjoy the latest from FPC. I will praise you in the mountains, I will praise you in the valleys. I love that. That was great. Thanks for that song. Um, it made me reflect, as I was walking up, of how many of us at camp, this summer, we praise God in the mountains and we praise God in the valleys all the same. We listened to many, many campers who they had mountains that they were experiencing, but they had valleys and tough times also that they expressed to us as staff, as the cabin leaders heard their, heard their hearts. When we stand around the campfire, and we hear their hearts, and we hear their prayers. And this morning, we want to reflect on God's goodness together. Um, it it's was and continues to be in my mind a phenomenal summer and a great, great time that we had again at Pleasant View Bible Camp. Amen. i just so thankful and praise God constantly for what he did in and through us and how he put together an amazing team out of camp to make this summer such a, such a huge success. Talking about a team of staff, we have a lot of them right here in front of us, so let's give them a big round of applause. They're, they can wave to you. Um, but they, this staff here, they, um, they're kind of the... They see, they see camp like they're kind of... The forerunners are they're kind of right in front of everybody through all the situations and they kind of sense it and feel it real for real. But the rest of us in here are staff also. You guys have went over and beyond many, many, many hours of committing time and prayer and commitment. Let's just think about a few things that the rest of you as pleasant me Bible camp staff are being involved in. You're praying for staff. You're praying for the camp. You're volunteering in the kitchen. You're helping with the startup come spring. Many jobs there. Some of you helped haul horses. Help haul bales. A lot of you helped with building and repairs and electrical jobs and and plumbing that all had to be done prior to camp. Some of you participate by coming out to chapel. Some of you have let us use your RV for the summer. Many of you helped with registration on Sunday. Many of you helped with the barbecue on Sunday. Many of you brought your kids to camp. You helped organize the food. You helped with the gluten free diets. You came out and mowed the grass. The end this list could almost be endless. So thank you, staff, and the staff that were at camp, they also thank you and everybody, because we do this together as a as a big staff, as Pleasant View Bible Camp staff. So thank you that you give your time and efforts. And I know that this is only you're only doing it because of the Lord and Savior that Jesus Christ that lives within you. And you want kids to understand who he is. Today we're going to look at some stats that I'm going to have for you in regards to what happened at camp. They're kind of interesting. They can be, but I think um, the bigger part of what my talk today is going to be on, I've asked some of the cabin leaders to give a report as to what happened at camp. Some. So what they've done, I haven't, it's too It would be too overwhelming to have each one of them come up and some of them are gone to university to come up on stage, but they have emailed me some thoughts and some things that happened at camp that I know that we're going to enjoy and that we're going to just sit back and get a better glimpse and a better understanding of what happened at camp this summer. Well, camp started actually on June 19th. As some of you may know, that we have day camps uh, that come out every year, and this year we had six different schools from our community that came out. Let me list them for you. Jack Kemp, Jack Kemp, came out. Frog Lake, Vermilion, which was the first time they had come out for a day camp. Queen Elizabeth School in College Park and Winston Churchill. We had a total of 289 students come out for day camps, not to mention all the parents and teachers that came along with them. Well, that happened in June. The first week of, first week of July, we started our staff training. Staff training was a blast. We had a great week. That week, we went through, you're going to see some of the pictures, and it's kind of cool. You can look at them and... and Try to listen to me at the same time, but in the pictures you'll see different things that that during staff training that happened. Let me mention a few of them. We had breakaway sessions that were done by Landon Miller, Jay Gillott, Jaden Baim, and myself. On Thursday night, we had a worship night that was really really fun. We um, Neil Clammer came out for it was about two and a half hours he led worship and he um continued it was just him and his guitar and we were praising god and it was a really unique time because in the dining hall we had different stations set up we had a communion station a foot washing station a take what you need and as a worship time went on we had a a big cross in the corner nail it to the cross, and on that, we would write on a little note that we would nail something that was, that we wanted God to, wanted to give back to God, or to say, God, this is yours, this is this is what I am nailing to the cross. And that was kind of cool. And then we had a meditation and prayer time also, outside of the, just out there where the barbecue happens. It was an amazing week together. During that week, we did Chapels morning and night, and we went through the Andy Stanley video series called Starting Point. Well, the f- senior high senior high camp started the second week of July, and it started off with an amazing an amazing speaker. Some of you heard him. His name was Cody Matchett, and it was just phenomenal. Every week that I want to talk about camp, I always want to mention our cooks. Cooks are a vital part of, of camp life. So the cooks at senior high camp was, were Rick McMahon, Marlene Edwards, and Julie Rayson. Senior high camp, we had 53 campers. That would be some of them. Does that not get you excited to want to be there? Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay, so Wednesday night we had planned to go to, at the back, the back lake is a lake called Killarney Lake. So the back, right behind the horses. And on that lake there's an island that um, was, that our program director, Landon, encouraged us that we should maybe go out there for an overnight camp out. So that's what we would planned to do Wednesday night. Um, for some reason, the weather report was sounded really severe that there was going to be big winds. I don't know if you guys remember that week. It was all this talk, and that Wednesday night, so we decided not to go out to this island. Um, ironically, it was a very, very calm evening, and it would have been a beautiful evening to be on the island, but God had different plans. That night, some of our cabin leaders mentioned how surreal it was that night, how God really spoke to the different cam- campers in their cabins, particularly on Wednesday night. Well, we didn't forego the idea of going out to Clarny Lake. We went out on Friday night and had a phenomenal time um, just getting across to the island, it was an adventure in itself with the canoes, and setting up, we had all the tents set up there prior, and it was just fun. Cody went out there with us. And Cody gave his, his uh, testimony that night, and it was awesome. It was just a great time. Well, then, on let's bump ahead now to preteen 1. Pre-Teen 1, our guest speaker was Steve Harmer. Um, some of you maybe have seen or heard him before. We we're privileged that he comes every second year to our camp, and it was, an, again, an honor to have him. He did, a, it was just fantastic how God spoke in and through him. Our cooks that week, let's look at them. Cecilia Weincuff, Lola Pellick, Marlene Edwards, and Joan Handel. During, at the end of the week, I asked, as we had a staff meeting in the lounge, I asked the, the staff members if they would just let, put up your hand or, or tell us the different campers that gave their life to Christ that week. And in total, there was 26 that made first-time commitments to follow Christ during, um, during our week of camp. And that was that was just phenomenal. And one, one of the campers that gave her life to the Lord, the, one of the leaders, one of the cabin leaders, was her brother. And it was, it was just touching at the time, and it still is when I think about it, that he prayed for his sister and thanked God for touching her life. It was really, really cool. That week, um, we have a whole set of memory verses that the kids are to asked to memorize that week, and there were 60 kids, at about out of about 100, 110 kids, that memorized, memorized those verses um, during that week. Well... Preteen one went well, and so junior high one came along, and it went equally as well. The junior hires are a fun bunch. The, um, our speaker that week was Ken Moser, and our cooks were Daniel and Karen Thompson, Marlene Edwards, and Carrie Mays. And during the week, Ken Moser, if you remember him, he was one of the speakers up there, one of our guest speakers this summer, from, from Briar Crest, or Karen Port. And he asked me if it would be okay if he did a question, had a question and answer period at the campfire. Well, that went over well. He, there was a lot of campers asked many different questions, and Ken is, had just phenomenal answers. The one question that one camper asked was, The camper's question was, why do bad things happen to us if God wants us to be happy? His answer was this. He says, there's no guarantee from God in the Bible that we will always be happy, especially by our definition of what happiness is. But God does promise to meet us in the difficult times and help us to walk through them. I thought that was a great answer he gave. Tia Pavel, one of our cabin leaders, I asked her if she would reflect some of the things that happened during junior high one. And this is Tia's reflection. She wrote, In junior high one, when we were signing up kids for, second, for the second set of skills, we decided that we were going to open a Dancing with Landon skill in skill three and just not tell them. They can appreciate that, right? Well, a quarter of the camp signed up, and they kept having to add, to add spaces. You should have seen his face when he saw it was a thing, and that he, that he had to do it because there were so many kids signed up. Then he took all the kids to the chapel, and we pushed all the benches back, and he got on stage and went. How many of you guys have dance experience already? And a few raised their hands, and me and Shelby, who also dances, were at the back watching the skill because it was our skill off, and we raised our hands. Then he asked, Who here probably have more dance experience than me? Shelby and I kept our hands up. Then he goes, Who wants to help me lead the skill? And Shelby and I kept our hands up. Then he goes, Who wants to help oh, who wants to help me lead the skill? And he makes direct eye contact, eye contact with us, and Shelby and I both drop our hands and then he called us up. So for the next day, we did a dance circle and then we learned some of the stuff that the that the campers did, then for two days for day two, we did a bunch of just dance. Tia continues. I'm glad we did it because he seemed really stressed and sad that day, but he was just so happy afterwards. Kind of a fun story. So after two weeks of of camp, our LITs graduated from the LIT program. And what a great, great bunch of LITs we had again this year. Thanks to Ryan and Telsey, who did an amazing job of teaching them and leading the LIT program. This year, we had 12 girls and seven guys in the program. And they continued on throughout the summer to be cabin leaders and to work on special teams. And I'll tell you, they are second to none. They are an amazing and amazing staff members that are coming up and they're going to be just awesome as they continue to lead kids at camp. Which doesn't take away from this, this staff that we've had for the last several years. And I just want to say personally to you staff, thumbs up. You guys are phenomenal, phenomenal leaders. And thank you again so much from the bottom of my heart and from all the rest of the staff out here. You guys did a great job. Pre-teen two, third week of camp, John Krakowski came out. He came from somewhere close to Vancouver, out in the Vancouver area. He was a Canucks fan, so if that's of any indi- indication, I guess. Um, our cooks that week were Wade and Wendy Spee's, and yes, awesome. <laughs> and then Janelle Frank, that week was one of our cabin leaders, And this was her reflection that she sent us. Please listen to Janelle's thoughts. During the Wednesday night chapel of this week, the speaker gave campers an opportunity to accept Jesus into their lives. Afterwards, I had just, I just had the thought of doing something fun in case anyone in the cabin had prayed that prayer. Otherwise it'd be just a celebration for all the people who did. Janelle continues, when we got settled into the cabin, I read Luke 15.10 and Zephaniah 3.17 and talked about how heaven celebrates when a sinner comes to repentance and how God loves us so much that he sings over us. With that, I announced that we were having a dance party to celebrate along with them. The girls all jumped around the cabin and sang to one of the camp songs. And after it had finished, one of the girls was grinning so wide, widely and said, I want to give my life to God. This was especially exciting because this camper had not seemed very interested in anything to do with God. So far in the week, another girl wanted to pray for the first time too. And a few others chose to rededicate their lives to Christ at the same time. We prayed together and then celebrated again with another song, a fresh sense of joy filling the room. As as we sat down to move on with our Devo time, one of the girls said, I just really feel the love of God on me right now. I'm so happy. Janelle has another thought at the end of this. She says, that's one of my favorite moments of the summer because it was an example of such simple beautiful faith and a reminder that God is not stuffy and serious but has so much joy and love to share with us. It also showed me how God loves to work in unexpected ways and he didn't need me to be prepa- he didn't need me to have prepared the perfect words but that he could work through a silly idea and create a really cool emotional experience through it. I have another testimony or thoughts from another cabin leader. His name is Levi Harris. Levi says this, our cabin had just finished evils and we were about to head out to the night activity. A bunch of the boys didn't think they were capable of listening. So I told them that we would stand in the line, at the door, and wait until they could, they could stay still and quiet for 60 seconds. After about a minute, a few of them goofing around, and the rest of, them, rest of us waiting, and a couple of the boys asked them to be quiet and said that it wasn't that hard. One of the boys said that he, he One of the boys that was brand new to camp and short of the knowledge of God put up his hand and said that he wanted my permission to do something. In asking him what he wanted to do, he said that he really thought he should pray and ask God to help him and the rest of the boys to stay focused. I said that he never needed anyone's permission to pray, and then he could do that whenever or wherever he wanted. It was so cool to see the awesome little boy wanting to ask God to help him, even when he had only really just learned about who God was. It's pretty awesome. Well, then we move on to the grade two, three, and four, the smaller kids, the smallest kids out of camp, but they, they're, they're just phenomenal. Um, we all love them. They're just, you guys have great kids. Thank you for sending your little ones out to camp. Um, they are so brave and they just, they're just, um, they're just to die for. They're just, they're like, it's kind of like the cabin leaders are walking and there's a bunch of little ducklings kind of waddling in behind them. It's just, it's just cute. It can be, it's ridiculous. Well, that week, um, Bonnie and Curtis Sakash were our camp speakers and, um, yeah it was just kind of funny. we were doing something, and i I did a headstand for for the camp and for the kids and and then these couple of little girls up up front in front of some cabin leader, and they told me afterwards, I said one of little girls says to the other one, "I can't believe such an old man can do a headstand. <laughs> like, okay, I can't believe he just told me that. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, thanks." <laughs> Um, it was a fun week. It was so good. Um, I'm kind of contemplating the idea of bumping it up, making one more, like we start Monday night to Thursday, and I'm thinking maybe going to Friday with these little kids, because they, they aren't that little. They're, they are just, they're small, but they're so tough, and they just, it seemed like so many of them on Thursday were like, I want one more day. I just, I don't want to go home yet. And several of the moms actually talked to me about that afterwards, just randomly, and said, hey, I wonder if... Um, one more day would be exciting. So it's something that I'm considering parents that maybe we could, you guys could give me some feedback with that if you like. Fun week, great week, primary camp. Look at that. Those faces are, oh, look at those faces there. Yeah. Never did get those kids back. All right. <laughs> Moving on to um, junior high too. The last week of camp was Randy Carter. That is, he's an epic speaker. We love him. Um, he comes back every year for many years. And he's now wanting me to make sure I book him in again for next year. Um, we had Jolene Anger, Belinda Lorenz, and Marlene Edwards were, ours, were our camp cooks that week. And Lisa Hames, um, some of you know Lisa, she, she sent me a note about her week at junior high camp. And it went like this. Listen to Lisa's words. This past week at camp, I had a camper who was new to camp. She appeared to have come to camp with no knowledge of what the Bible, what the Bible was about or of God. Throughout the week, especially during Bible times and evil time, she asked many questions about who Jesus is and what being a Christian really meant. On Wednesday night in chapel, our speaker, Randy, said the salvation prayer and the kids invited anyone to join him in saying it. The next day during the Bible time, we were talking about what it looks to start, what it looks like to start a relationship with God. And then near the end of the Bible time, she asked me if I could say the prayer with them because she wasn't really paying attention when Randy did it during chapel. Lisa continues, this was so exciting for me. I could barely contain my excitement. As I said, we could absolutely do that. And right there, our cabin prayed, and she looked like this was something she really wanted to do. It was a precious moment, knowing that she had just dedicated her life to Jesus. Also, this girl had brought a King James version of the Bible to camp and was struggling to understand what it was saying. And when we were looking up verses during Bible times and devils. So that week, whenever we needed a Bible, whenever she needed a Bible, I let her borrow mine. And then during one of the Bible times, she asked me what version of Bible I had because she wanted to get the same version as mine because she she was able to make sense of mine when she read it. This was, Lisa says, this was a cool moment for me to witness as a cabin leader because her saying this made it seem like she was excited to read her Bible and that she could, that she could understand. My prayer for her is that she remembers her prayer to accept God as her Lord and Savior and that she also remembers to go and buy a Bible that she can Read to get deeper and deeper understanding of God that she has chosen to follow. Just Wow. Great stuff. You guys enjoying it so far? Yeah? All right. Because I am. I just love this. This is awesome. Well, let's hear two more stories. Ready for them? Yep. Okay. I'm going to say yep. I'm going to read them no matter what. Okay, Janelle Frank, another thought from her. For me, this was another example of pure, simple faith. Here goes. Again in chapel, the speaker gave the opportunity to commit to following Jesus. Later, one of our campers shared that during her prayer, during the prayer, her heart got all fluttery and said, I think I just accepted Jesus for the first time. She almost seemed surprised by this statement, but as the week went on, even from what little I knew of her, I could notice a change. At the campfire, she shared her decision with the large group, which took a lot of boldness for her to do. Let me interrupt there for a moment. I mean, I was at the campfire and asking if there's anybody here wanting to share of what God's done to them and for them in their life. And I remember this girl, she put up her hand And she said, this week, I made a decision to follow Jesus. And then she continued on about her prayer request. And she continued to tell us some of the struggles and issues that were happening within her. And we all prayed for her as a team. um, And as a camp. And I just continued to think about and pray for this girl. And anyway, at the campfire... She shared her decision with with the large group, which took a lot of boldness for her to do. I agree. And I saw a new eagerness for the things we were doing and a larger desire to read her Bible and praying for people and getting involved in youth group. For some reason, this just felt like one of the most genuine camp conversions that I had been witness to. And it has made me so excited for the work God is doing and going to do in this girl's life and how this week will be a part of her testimony of the journey he has taken her on. Any tears there on that one? Nope. I think there's a few happening. Wow. One more thought from Janelle. This was kind of cool. She, Janelle did a couple of, her, of things that happened in her cabin, and then she said at the bottom, um, and she kind of highlighted it too. She made it all black, and she goes, bonus thoughts. And I'm going, yeah, we need bonus thoughts. All right, here's bonus thoughts from our cabin leader. She says this. I'll try to get through it. I also think that one of my favorite things that happens each and every week is the way that God brings together a group of 10 campers that form a mini family by Friday. Inevitably, the first day or two are awkward and people tiptoe politely around each other. But I think it is so beautiful that by the end of the week, the girls are exchanging information to keep in touch. And in tears, not wanting to leave the bond they formed with their new brothers and sisters in Christ. She continues her thought. I think that it is a small taste of the kingdom. And what it will be like when the community of believers come together. And is in perfect relationship with one another. I really do think that camp is a glimpse of heaven. And I love getting to be a part of that experience for so many campers throughout the summer. God is so very good. Sometimes you've, you've, you, um, you hear that when people drive into the camp and and they, and people that are not believers I'm thinking of, they, they kind of, they, ref, they talk to me and they say, you know, there's something interesting about this place. There's something unique about this place. There's a peace here that I don't understand. And, and they're just, they're kind of curious. Like, what is, what, what is, what is this all about? What is, how come there's so much love and peace and contentment here? Well, I think I would agree with Janelle. I think it is a glimpse of heaven. It's it's awesome. It's an honor and a privilege to serve our God, and for us all as a team to serve our God at Pleasant View Bible Camp. So, thank you for doing that. Um, it's just great to reflect on God's goodness. And we have that privilege to, to listen to some of the stories and some of the heartfelt moments at camp and the exciting times and lots of the laughter and excitement you saw in the pictures. And this morning also, it's, it's an exciting time because we get to have a communion time together that is equally as exciting and maybe more, and I would say more exciting to reflect on God's goodness And, um, so Pastor Gord's going to come up and, um, let's just, let's enjoy our time of communion together.